0: Thanks for joining us for Episode 5 of Season 4 of Couples, Inc., a place where we help couples work better together.
1: The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real world
0: experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communications strategist. And you know, some people say you can never be overdressed, Mm -hmm. but I beg to differ. One time we oh. were told by an intern I happened who happened to answer the phone when I called about an event, mm-hmm. and I asked, is this a formal event? And she said, yes, sure. Yeah. So you and I showed up in full gown we and did. rented of tux. Uh, well, well I, I,
1: tux. I put the tux. tux in the trash and just put one of your gowns on.
0: <laughs> but yeah. spoiler, it was not a formal event. This is where like the narrator but turns out it was not a formal event. I have never felt so uncomfortable, like literally and figuratively, because there are a lot of pulleys and levers and things to get into these, you know, clothing items. Yes, there are. But I felt so uncomfortable. I'm like, you know, they say you can never be overdressed. That is a lie. Big clothing. Big clothing doesn't want you to know that it's better to be underdressed in that case. So we left, went home change into jeans and I remember we went out and got nachos. <laughs>
1: I'm Glenn Jody's partner in life and business and I need you to listen carefully as our menu has changed. <laughs>
0: Yes, everyone should listen carefully. carefully and those menus change way too often.
1: Yeah, I think it's price increases that we're not aware of.
0: Big well, menu doesn't want you to know. Big about menu that. doesn't want you to know. I'm suspicious. So on today's show we discuss the three signs that you and your spouse work well together, and we catch up with show regulars Scott and Jane Levine.
1: And at the end of the show, I test Jody's skill at recognizing company slogans. Without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples Inc. A
0: few episodes back, we started a series called Three Signs. Yes, we did. So we thought this time, let's do three signs you work well together.
1: Does that mean this is the sixth sign or the seventh sign series? It's
0: like Star Wars. Chapter four was episode one. Yeah. It was the first one that came out. Am I Jar Jar Binks? Yes. Oh, please. No. (laughs) So, anywho, last time it was three signs that you have difficulty communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. So, we thought this time let's do a little bit more positive spin on the three signs. So, these are what we think good signs that you are probably you know meant to have a business together. Mm -hmm. Number one. Your skills complement each other. I mean, the best partnerships or best teams in general are a group of people or two people who have different but complementary skills. Like in my lifetime and previous careers, um, I was a reporter paired with a videographer that made a stronger piece because they would see things differently. Or I'm a copywriter paired with an art director. Again, they saw things in a different way than I did. So it kind of... I don't know. You, you are working toward the same goal. Mm-hmm. You have similar skills, but you come from different perspectives and maybe from actual different tangible skill sets that complement each other.
1: I think it makes the work more efficient. Yeah. It can't help but do that. In our case, for example, we do a lot of divide and conquer mm-hmm. because we are so busy. I know. All the time, just busy, busy, busy. Are you busy. humble
0: bragging? Well, I'm not, oh, no, my gosh. It's, it's POV, like, when you're so busy. I even read this. <laughs> traveling the world and just can't get a break to, you know. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I do that on my socials all the time. (laughs) All the time.
0: So anyway, what you're saying, it it makes it more efficient.
1: Yeah, I know in our case, uh, a lot of times when we're too busy to really combine on a project, Mm -hmm. um, but we have to work on the same project, then we're kind of apart, but together on it Mostly because of the prep and I, you are the master planner of our business. And I think of the entire world, but I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. I can't prove that.
0: I I think of the whole world, yeah.
1: Yeah. So the the prep is like painting. The, The prep really is key.
0: I think, yeah, I mean, we have different skill sets, so we might be in the same room working on something, and one of us will take it from one perspective, one takes it from the other perspective. Very refreshing. Yeah, or it might be that I'm in the office saying, hey, I'll go ahead and schedule out the social media posts on the calendar you are in here editing and preparing something so we're working on the same project but we have different skill sets Um, and sometimes i mean we do have similar skill sets in that uh, we both can write or we can both come up with concepts but and they so they kind of overlap but sometimes we just take a different role or different perspective and, and add a little something special from our own work history.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Also, I think that it kind of facilitates brainstorming when your skills complement each other. Mm -hmm. I've been in so many meetings that were brainstorming meetings. Mm -hmm. And you have people who are called together, usually at the spur of the moment, not to come up with a tactic, but to solve a crisis. Mm -hmm. First of all, that's not the kind of environment that brainstorming thrives in, that good ideas are born into.
0: Right. That's a war room situation. And that's something yeah. that you've been doing a lot of prep leading up to. And you're an expert in that field. And that's a different kind of thing. But if you're yeah. an average business, you need to give people time in, a, you know, a way to brainstorm in an, in an environment that's a little bit low pressure yeah. or lower pressure.
1: Of course. And if your skills complement each other and you work well together, I think being more proactive uh, about challenges that you have that you can see coming mm-hmm. on the horizon is a little easier also. And it helps prevent the um, crisis brainstorming scenarios.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you have a different skill set, say, for instance, one of you is an event planner and one of by, by trade and has that experience. And uh, maybe the other is more of a production person. There are things that you're not going to know about mm-hmm. the event planning process, but that person says, "You know what? You really can't do that. We're going to have to have more time to set that up and move to a different, you know, room." Where you're like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then you'll they'll ask you, "Well, what do we need to produce this, you know, presentation or something like that?" Yeah. So I think it complementing skills basically on from your work history or just your skill set and knowledge or your interest can complement each other. What about this is just skills? What about the idea that your personalities, having different or slightly different complementary personalities, help—not that you have different personalities, but that you and uh, your spouse—I I wonder where that was
1: going for a second. <laughs> Did we get some mail that I didn't see from the doctor's office? I mean,
0: I mean that. that I got to lose my truth. Could you imagine how productive we would be if we both had like you know. Countless personalities, like, anyway. But I mean, like, sometimes being a good counterpoint, like, I tend to be the kind of person who's a bit more impulsive, kind of rush into things. You're a bit more processy, And so you are thinking things through a little bit more. I think we complement each other that Yeah, well. we
1: do. And that's kind of goes against type for us because usually you are the one who likes to plan. I know. And map things out and put them on a whiteboard and just go into brainstorm or or creatively plan, I guess, is is Mm -hmm. the mojo that
0: you've got. But when it comes to making a decision, I tend to want to go ahead and make a decision. You sure do. It's my OCD. It's, It's something on my list. Decision. Check. Done. But it's like, then you'll remind me, it's like, well, you know, that's one way we can do this, but had you thought about these, this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, yeah. and Or the vice versa, where you might be thinking about something too much, and I'll be like, no, this is, it. this is why we need to do this. And we balance each other that way because yeah. it complements. So skills complement each other and personalities. I mean, that's, just, that's clearly a sign that you guys work well together. Absolutely. Yeah. What about number two? Oh,
1: you, know, you trust each other to get the job done. Sure. The, the trust, once again, I think goes back to a combination of the skills complementing each other mm-hmm. and the, the support, which we'll get to here in a second.
0: Yeah, I think... It is a case of you know trust is kind of tough sometimes, mm-hmm. and you may not be able to trust say um, someone you've contracted with or maybe just your average employee. But hopefully, because you're a married couple, it's kind of baked in. Yeah, and yeah. you've got to you you trust this person with your heart. You trust this person to be your partner. Trust them to get the task done without micromanaging. And I'll be the first to admit, I know you just rolled your eyes, I'll be the first to admit that I'll come in and ask, where are we on this? Probably assuming the worst, just because I want to be ready. I I give you a
1: lot of grief, but you're actually pretty good about not doing that Mm -hmm. and trusting me to get it taken care of in the way that I do it. You've become accustomed to that
0: yeah it was hard it was hard at first because we have different work styles but we have skills that complement each other and we trust each other every other way it's just i was like okay let go of that task just check in when we have our meeting there's no need to ask how it was done or what the process was or know, yeah. the, know the details just trust that it's going to be done and it may be done in a different way yeah but trust that it's going to because it relieves so much pressure to not have to worry about everything
1: well you have confidence in the in the completion of the task mm-hmm. you know that you've put it in the hands of somebody that's going to be able to carry it across the finish line
0: Yeah, and I think most couples need to be sure to kind of check that trust uh, barometer and make sure Mm -hmm. that you are giving this person the same benefit of the doubt you would someone else and possibly trusting them more than anyone else because they are your partner in life. And
1: it becomes a loop. Yeah. Once you you have confidence, then you build trust. Mm -hmm. When you build trust, you have confidence. And I'd like to point out, too, that the acronym that I'm using for trust here, it stands for taking real trust. Undeniable satisfaction in teamwork.
0: <laughs> All right, the last one. So we've covered you complement each other skill-wise and personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Number two, you trust each other. Mm-hmm. This may seem like trust, but it goes beyond, and that is you support each other. Yeah. I think this is probably the most important, um, in my mind, that you support each other just like you do in your personal life and your emotional life, that you support each other on this journey as you're creating a business or running a business together.
1: Yeah. One of the things this one boils down to, to me, is good communication. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the other two components that we list here. Your skills complement each other. Okay. So you trust each other to get the job done. Mm -hmm. That means you're trusting every component of that job to be interchangeable between the two of you. Or between you and the rest of your team. So with couples, I think that the the support goes into communication, Mm -hmm. which brings forth just about everything else.
0: So you're thinking about it from the standpoint of supporting by providing all the tools and information necessary to get the job done. And I'm I'm thinking of it more from an emotional standpoint.
1: Oh, okay. So when
0: I think of support, it's not just... But I think both are important. hmm. You need to support the person that you are partnering with by providing them the information, by providing them the tools and I guess the support as a team member. But as a couple and business owners, are you supporting each other emotionally? Do you respect the work that each of you you know, is doing and show your appreciation um, for each other on a regular basis? The other thing too is sometimes... And again, with support, your spouse might be struggling um, with either a task that seems overwhelming or maybe just because, say, for instance, in our case, my health issues, Um, because it's an ongoing issue that I am a metastatic breast cancer survivor. So there are times when in the past I've had to go through treatment and you supported me emotionally as well as taking on the heavy lifting so while I was, you know, needing to maybe take a nap after getting an infusion or something, um, I can
1: support that. You I, can support. <laughs> I am a big nap supporter. I try to contribute whenever I can.
0: No, no, I was taking the nap. Oh, but
1: wh- okay. But yeah,
0: I do believe well, you support the power nap. Yeah,
1: I believe in them. We got some funny work anecdotes from Scott and Jane Levine, the owners of River City Print and Imaging and frequent Couples Inc. guests.
0: Having managed employees, what are some of the things that stand out in your mind about some of the challenges, some of the unique experiences you guys have had over the years uh, when it comes to managing employees?
2: I think probably the first story, and this was our first uh, introduction to what was Speedy Print. That was the name that Jane's folks Gave the company when they started it. We stopped in at the shop on our way to a week's vacation and we walked into the front door and it's the middle of the summer and middle of the day and there's nobody in the shop. And when you walked in the front door, you could look straight down the hallway to the back door and um, the back door was wide open and you could see the back parking lot and so we walked in, and we walked to, we walked down the hall. Still nobody's there. We're passing all the offices, past the, the lunchroom. And we get to the back door, and everybody's out in the back parking lot washing their cars.
0: At first, I thought you were going to say it was a fight club situation, but that's...
2: <laughs> washing their cars. First rule of print club, so don't talk about print club. <laughs> we had a young man as a press operator, and... One afternoon, um, we, we walked back into the press area, and the printing press that we had is cranked up as fast as it will go. And he's standing there looking at the ceiling. And he's just staring at the ceiling. And I walked up to him. I said, what, what, what are you doing? And in the most calm voice, he says, you know, I can jump
0: up there and kick the ceiling.
2: Oh, I said, you need to turn off the press right now, and it's time to go home.
0: That makes me think of, again, not an employee that I supervised or had, but an employee I worked with. It was at a TV station I worked at, and in my office, there were a lot of things with X-Files, and so people knew I was a, you know, a sci-fi fan. Anyway, I'm in the, the break room at the microwave, and um, this, this guy, who was always very creepy to us, Uh, You know, we just always felt like there was something kind of off about him. And he comes up and he said, oh, did you watch that new show, um, Millennia or Millennium or whatever it was, which was by the same producer of X-Files? I was like, oh, yeah. I said, you know, but it creeped me out that one part where they had blood going down the walls. And I was like, it's a little too creepy for me. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, it was going down the wrong speed. Like he I was like he was telling me that his his criticism wasn't that it was gross and blood was coming down the wall, but it was going down at the wrong speed. Now that's too slow. Yeah, he's like he was there's no way the blood would go down like yeah, that. My, my experience. So you better believe I popped the microwave open. I had a big chunk of ice in the middle of my pasta. I didn't care. I was like, all right, see you later. Hustled in my office. I was like, oh my gosh, who knows the speed of which blood comes down the wall (laughs) (sighs) yeah speaking of microwaves we had one employee who decided she was going to make popcorn we're sitting there and all of a sudden we smell the burnt smell the burnt popcorn smell that we all know and so we go back there the inside of the microwave is burnt it's it black. is trashed. we we like unplugged it walked it back to the dumpster and just that was that well like how powerful was this microwave well it wasn't it that wasn't. powerful
2: instead of it being three minutes i think she put it on 30 minutes <gasps> and nice. and got called away and forgot that it was there and then smelled the sm- smelled it and then, you know, there was smoke billowing out of the oh, microwave. Darn
0: extra zero. <laughs> that got her. I know. is it that the irony of all ironies? That's a zero. It's the zero. The zero gets the you zero every time. got her. Makes me think of a funny story. Not an employee that we have, but an employee that you worked with um, at that restaurant.
1: Oh, yeah. There was a guy... Uh, that I worked with back in my radio days that when he was first starting out, you know, you get out of high school or whatever and fast food is one of the big things that you're able to get some money, a little bit of work experience and, and disposable income and everything. So he took a job at a fast food restaurant and the first day he was closing. And one of the things that they had to do was take all of the grease from the fryers and everything and they would give that when it was expired and they couldn't use it anymore to a rendering operation. Now a rendering, in case you never heard of it, is one of these places that will process those renderings and extract what they can use out of it as a sort of a repurpose type thing. So this guy's on his first night closing and he's you know he's feeling really good. There's a knock at the door about 10, 30, 11 o'clock and he opens it, a real rough guy standing there and says, I'm here for the renderings. And my friend thought for a second, he said, I think they went home.
0: And then closed the door. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs>
1: It's time for Let's Have Some Fun. Once again, here are your hosts, Jody and Glenn. All right, here is the uh, segment C for this particular episode. And uh, I'm supposed to come up with your knowledge or test you on your knowledge, You're not coming up with my knowledge. You're testing my knowledge. No,
0: I can't come up with your
1: knowledge because I... (laughs)
0: You can support my knowledge.
1: You're not trusting me to support your knowledge. Yes. Of company slogans... Ooh. positioning lines, or catchphrases. And the catchphrases, okay. I guess, would be kind of slogans that have made it into popular culture. I guess. Beyond the yeah. advertising or the hype or all of that stuff. Yeah. So I kind of took this into a little bit of a different direction with a few of them, but I think you'll appreciate it.
0: Okay. Well, I will be the judge of whether I appreciate that or not.
1: Okay. I trust you to but do But then that.
0: They'll, we'll have the judges actually judge of whether I answer the questions right or not. True. With a ding-ding and- or a... We're not doing the foghorn again. No, this isn't really that related to boats, yeah. so we'll just, we're not on a boat now. Let's we'll go back to a buzzer. Yeah, okay. okay. Let's hear. Let's hear the ping. Okay, and the buzzer. Yes. Perfect. All right, here we go. I'm going I'm to hear all pings. All pings. Right. Number one. What
1: 1950s line of clothing for young girls had the slogan "She can have a tummy and still look yummy"? Was it a Chubettes, <laughs> B, porculent petites, C, frumpodelic, or D, flabulous.
0: First of all, how wrong is that? Body yeah. shaming. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. Well, it was the 50s. The you 50s. Know. Oh my God. We were full of shame. Uh, well, and, and never exploiting shame. Exploiting for shame pain. for everything. I, ooh, none of those are good. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, a chumpets.
1: Chubets is correct. Or chubettes. I said chump. Yes. <laughs> Chubets. Well done, Jody. Yeah. Because that um, that
0: is doubly bad. It's it's waitest yeah. and it's also adding "et" because it's a girl.
1: Yeah. It just. You oh know. my
0: gosh.
1: But it was a thing, apparently. Okay. Question number two. <gasps> mm-hmm. Uzbekistan Airlines <laughs> advertising posters featured a two-word phrase. Okay. As their positioner. What are those two words? Are they A get lost, B get there, C good luck, or D fly fool?
0: Is this because of lost in translation kind of thing? Translated from the original the English words are oh, like kind of like was it what was the car that Pinto doesn't run? or
1: No, it was the gasoline. Esso? Esso. meant stalled car, I think. At yeah. least that was the urban myth back it could in the be day. It. That's why they changed to Exxon. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true.
0: I, I'm i going to say good luck.
1: Yes, you're right. Hey, all right. Fly With the graphic, <laughs> the accompanying graphic on this poster shows the tail only of a jet whose body has gone into clouds. So
0: that's it, very Oh, it's creepy yeah, and ominous. You see that at the airport, yeah. and it's
1: kind of like, uh, "Can I get my money
0: back on this?" Oh, that's ticket? not good at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So all far, right. hey, two for two. Yeah, two for two. That
0: I totally help. thought this was going to be, hey, you know, who had the slogan "Where is the beef?" You've gone like deep well, into yeah, the internet. and I've
1: got some here that uh, okay. you know a couple of them that I think are, are really okay. obvious. But so far, I'm very proud.
0: Uh, you you definitely did your research.
1: I've taught you well. Yes, you trusted me to do that. I didn't did. You? Okay, next question three. Whose tagline was, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking? Was it A, Jeep, B, Timex, C, Rolex, or D, Tootsie Pop?
0: (laughs) I know this. uh, Timex. (laughs) Timex. Yes, exactly. I remember those. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking.
1: Yeah, um, but I do
0: like your variations there.
1: With the, well, yeah, I mean, Jeep is kind of tough, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Tootsie Pop definitely.
0: That was how I've many licks it takes to get to the center. Yeah, but that was a very long. I don't know if it was a positioning line, but that was a commercial, like
1: yeah. And you'd get one when you're a kid, and you know, leave it like on the furniture or something for a couple of days on the coffee table and ruin it.
0: Well, okay. But it was still good. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, First of all, I was never going to leave candy anywhere, but uh, I mean, right. I was going to finish it. Yeah. But
1: Well, for Timex, uh, journalist, John Cameron Swayze, he had a commercial where they strapped a Timex onto a boat propeller to show how tough it was. And this was like a oh, wow. live back in the early sixties, I think. And when they started the motor and stopped it after 20 seconds or so, they <gasps> couldn't find the watch.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up. Number four. Mm-hmm. Tastes so good, cats ask for it by
1: name. Is a slogan for A. Friskies B. Meow Mix C. Purr
0: or D. Hiss Hiss <laughs> <Yes. laughs> No, I'm going to Hiss That is weird when they do that. They like, yeah, yeah. Um Well,
1: they're talking to you.
0: They're yeah. Tastes so good. Cats ask for it. That's meow mix.
1: That is meow. Mix, And I remember it was
0: meow, 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 meow. meow, I think you're thinking about. that different? Friskies. Oh wait, is that what the song was for? Friskies, but it was not meow mix. No. Oh well, either way.
1: I think that's Friskies.
0: Oh well, meow mix was that when they asked for it by name. Yeah. Now hiss is what happened when. Um, we had two cats and one of them had to go to the vet and there was something wrong with his neck and he got it shaved. He looked like he was wearing a tux. Again, also overdressed. Yes. Not a good thing. He was. and he was Sharp though. He looked very sharp. It looked like he was, he's a black cat and it looked like he had a tux on. <laughs> the
1: white bow tie. With,
0: yes. But um, the our other cat Just kept hissing at him like he didn't like recognize him that he's all fancy pants. Well I think
1: when he came home from the vet, first of all, he smelled different Mm -hmm. and he looked a little different. So overdressed. right four for four. Let's see if you can remain perfect. This is the last question. Okay. Think small was a memorable tagline used by which company? A. Lego. B. Cooper Mini. C Volkswagen. Or D. Polly Pocket.
0: Ooh, now this is tough. I'm going to guess Volkswagen? You have swept through these questions. Yes, yes, wow. wow. Most
1: impressive. Woohoo! That is, uh that. that's quite an accomplishment.
0: I think so. Five for five, yeah. and I didn't even know we were going to have five. It felt like a Volkswagen kind of a positioning line or yeah. tagline of some kind.
1: Yeah, the Germans. Leave it to the Germans to think small.
0: Thanks for listening to Couples, Inc., a podcast helping couples work better together. We put
1: out new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month. But to make sure you don't miss a show, subscribe using your favorite streaming service. We're on all of them.
0: And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, go ahead, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave us a rating or review.
1: And be sure to visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com, To learn more about us, review show notes,
0: or leave us a message. Until next time.